Welcome to the Halftime Show, man. <laughs> Combo Nation, what up, everyone? Welcome to a bonus episode of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Go rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Share this episode with a friend and check out the Combo's Court Patreon page. I'll leave a link in the description for that. Today's show, Dr. Nick Elam the creator of the Elon Ending joins in. If you're familiar with the TBT $2 million tournament, you're familiar with the Elon Ending. It's an alternative way to finish a basketball game while turning off the clock. It will be featured in this year's 2020 NBA All-Star Game. Follow Nick on Twitter at Elon Ending. That's E-L-A-M-E-N-D-I-N-G. You know you can follow me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's Oni, T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Luca on the track. Dr. Nick Elam, creator of the Elam Ending. Welcome to Combo's Court, man. How are you feeling today? Doing great. Great to be with you. So they're actually embracing the Elam Ending in this year's uh, 2020 NBA All-Star Game. What was your initial reaction? Uh, well, it was really cool because actually uh, members of the league office called me a few days ahead of the, the announcement and gave me a heads up about it. They thanked me for my passion for the game, for my innovative ideas. They said that in the league's discussions with the Players Association that they really like uh, this concept of an untimed finish to games. And they said that uh, we're going to have a, uh, a format where the, the fourth quarter of the game is completely untimed. And uh, so I was really excited once they uh, told me that. Immediately I started to think about like how the, the game might end, whether it might end with a LeBron James dunk or a James Harden three, you know, who, right. how it, and is going to be really cool. But then the, even better than that is they, they told me that uh, to show their appreciation, they wanted to send me and a guest uh, to All-Star Weekend in Chicago. And so, uh, so I'm really excited for that to come up here. How did you come up with the concept? And can you just explain, how would you explain it to like a fan, a coach, a player? How would you explain the Elam ending? Sure. The idea in a nutshell is that you would play most of a game with a clock and you play the last part of the game without a clock. And the idea is not to change basketball, really, it's to do the opposite, to preserve a more natural style of play through the end of every game. Now, the settings of the format, as far as when you would shut off the clock and how you would set the score that you play to, uh, that would depend on the league or the event that you're using. But, um, you know, for the, for the All-Star game, for the NBA All-Star game, they're going to shut off the clock after the third quarter. And then whatever the score might be, Let's say, I mean, those all-star games, you know, are really high scoring. So let's, let's say the score is like 120 to 110. Uh, they're going to add 24 to that leading team score. And then, then that's going to be the target score for the game. So let's, again, let's say it's 120 to 110 after the third quarter. All right, we're going to play first to 144 wins the game. And so the fourth quarter, they're just, they're picking it right back up where they started, 120 to 110 and first team to get to 144 wins the game. And the idea is that you would, uh, you know, at the, once you get down to close to the end of the game, 
if you're trailing, there's no reason that you have to foul and hand away free points at the free throw line. You can continue to try to get legitimate stops. If you're ahead, you can't just run out the clock. You've got to keep scoring to get to that uh, target score. If, uh, you know, if you're behind, you don't have to rush and force up ugly shots. You can continue to get your best look. And that whole combination of factors makes the outcome of the game less predictable. It makes late comebacks more likely. And you get more memorable game-ending moments because every game's got to end with the swish of a net. So, uh, you know, again, it, when you first hear about it or read about the idea, I mean, it really sounds like this idea is just like totally from outer space. It's like, what, what in the world is this? But then you see it in action, and you're like, okay, like I get this. This is actually a pretty simple idea, and it actually looks a lot more like real basketball than what we're used to seeing under the regular format. Like, let's say they implemented the Elam ending in a full NBA season. Would you be concerned that it'll take away the novelty of a game-winning shot? Because I've heard talk, people talk about the buzzer beater, but I was more thinking in the terms of like, remember when Jordan hit that shot over Elo? Now every game would be a game winner. Do you think moments like that would be taken away from us? So it's a great question, and it's one of those things where you have to uh, certainly keep an eye out for. And so that's why when TBT, the basketball tournament, has implemented this format, uh, you know, I, I, I crunch a lot of numbers, look a lot of, a lot of different things, but I've also felt like it's really important for me to attend as many games as I can, get a feel for the atmosphere in the arena. And I'm telling you, a lot of these games, I mean, any of these games that come down to, say, like a sudden death situation where both teams are within three points of the target score and somebody hits that game-winning shot, I'm telling you, when that shot goes through the net, it still has that look and that sound and that feel of a buzzer right. beat. Um, even some games that are decided by four points or more, uh, you know, if, if it just ends with enough of a flourish, it still has that uh, that excitement. And what's even better, what's really cool about it is that, you know, you get that spontaneous and that genuine celebration. And but what you don't have is officials saying, hey, you got to stop celebrating. We got to go to the monitor and see if the shot was released on time. You know, and, and under the regular format, it was really eye opening to me and my research to see that uh, just about, only about one percent of games actually ends with a made basket at the end. And uh, so it's, 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 I think that's far too rare. Plus, you know, again, many of those times when we actually do see that, uh, you know, everything, all the circumstances align. Again, the, the moment's kind of spoiled a little bit because we have to go to the monitor and, and conduct a review. Right. What model of the Elam ending, uh, staying on the NBA, what model of the Elam ending do you feel would, would fit best in the modern NBA? Great question. So again, the, the two key settings are when you shut off the clock and how do you set that target score? So right. for the NBA, I feel like you could really keep the clock all the way until about the three minute mark of the fourth quarter, uh, because, you know, you really don't see teams uh, with a lead stall or, you know, slow down, play a slow down offense until uh, that stage of the game anyway. So, I mean, really teams aren't manipulating the clock until uh, that three minute mark or beyond. So, you know, I think you could keep the clock until about three-minute mark. So then you think, okay, well, we're, we're cutting out three minutes of a 48-minute game. Now we need to find some way to get that, uh, you know, so that's about one-sixteenth of the game. So we need to figure out some way to get that one-sixteenth back. And if you look at scoring rates in the NBA, uh, you know, one-sixteenth of a game, that, that corresponds to about seven points. And so, uh, you know, my, my proposal would be that you would shut off the clock at the first whistle under the three-minute mark, and then you would use plus seven to set that target score. And, again, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, you try it out and you see if it works and if it needs to be 
uh, modified at all, you can certainly do that. I know for TBT, initially we tried shutting off the clock at the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter and using plus seven. Found that the games were ending a little bit quicker than we had anticipated. And so since then, uh, for 2019, we bumped it up to plus eight. And that was great. It was uh, it worked out so that we were getting a, a just about back uh, about four minutes worth of game time on average, which is what we were taking out. So we want to get about the same amount back in that we were taking out. Any changes for the upcoming TBT that you'd like to see implemented? Uh, another great question. So uh, you know, along with uh, that that minor modification. And again, we're, we're in the stage now where we really like uh, that it's meeting all those aims. It's, it's curtailing that fouling strategy. It's, you know, teams aren't stalling. Uh, we're seeing good crisp possessions late in the game and we're seeing some crazy comebacks. We're seeing those, those great memorable moments at the end. So now we're really just in the fine tuning stages. So I'll get in the weeds a little bit, but uh, one thing we're thinking about at the, uh, once you get into the final stretch of the game, is if there's a foul on the floor and you're in the bonus, normally you would go to the line for two shots. Uh, we're thinking about changing that so that it's just uh, one shot in the ball. And the reason for that, uh, again, is just just in case anybody ever gets uh, a notion that they want to foul for any kind of reason on purpose, this would totally get rid of any inclination to do that. If, if you knew that you fouled somebody on the floor and they were going to get one shot in the ball – well, that doesn't – there's no advantage in doing that. So so that's one thing that's on the table that hasn't been finalized yet, but we're, we're certainly talking about it. Nick, I wanted to know, um, is there a business model around what you're doing? Yeah, so, I mean, ultimately, you know, I have to think about, again, you know, this has been a, a long effort, something that's uh, started in 2007, and now, you know, it took took a long time for it to get off the ground, and now it's continuing to grow, and, and certainly – you know, I want, uh, you know, I want all that effort to, to be worth it in the end. It's right. certainly a thrill to see that this, this format adopted. And I, I think as far as a direct benefit to me, that might be a little bit tough because I think, you know, whoever, uh, whoever invented the three-point shot, I don't think they get royalties every time Steph Curry, you know, drains one from downtown or anything like that. Right. But, you know, if, if this idea grows, I think there are – many, many different indirect benefits that could come to me just being known as the originator of this idea, whether that is some sort of an exciting uh, job opportunity or consulting opportunity, uh, you know, uh, public speaking opportunity or a writing opportunity. You never know if uh, any kind of endorsement, what, whatever it might be, just if I, if I am able to gain enough credibility by being linked to this idea, I think in the long run, some sort of indirect benefit uh, could certainly come my way. What do you, I mean, I guess you might have a biased answer, but do you feel there'll be a better chance of the Elam ending or a four point shot? <laughs> uh, I, I would say the, uh, the thing because again, it really, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not meant to be like a, a radical change. And again, the whole, the whole idea is not even, it's not even to change the game at all. It's, it's, I've heard you, call, I've heard you call it the anti-gimmick. Yeah. The anti-gimmick. So uh, so for me, uh, to me, it's a, there's a very fundamental flaw to be addressed, and the elimending does that. As far as like the four point shot, I'm not sure what uh, what problem that that would be meant uh, to address. I'm not uh, I'm not really a fan of the four point shot, but I am a fan of experimentation. So if there's a good testing ground for it, and it turns out that that 
improves the game in some way, then that'd be good. But um, I don't know if I'd want to see uh, guys chucking the ball from half court all game. I don't know if that'd be a good thing or not. Right, right. Uh, are there any leagues or tournaments that will be implementing it in the immediate future? So, yeah, it, I mean, uh, certainly at the grassroots level, this idea is, is growing. I know that in at least uh, 15 states, there's different grassroots leagues and events that have implemented it. I just learned uh, a few days ago that there's a league in Egypt that has implemented it. Wow. So it's really cool that this is uh, you know taking off on that scale. Uh, there are discussions of other leagues that could potentially uh, implement the Elam ending, but I would, I'd like to allow them to announce that on their own terms. So um, I'll just say that, uh, yeah, I think, I think we'll hear more and more as the, as the months and the years go on of, of more leagues implementing it. Nick, I really appreciate you being here. I hope you enjoy your time in Chicago and um, where can we find you? Uh, so if you, you probably the best bet is to, uh, follow me at Elam ending. And, uh, you know, I don't know if it's the most exciting follow, but uh, <laughs> and certainly any kind of, you know, X's and O's or nuts and bolts of things related to the Elam ending and its growth, then uh, you can find it there. And you'll also find uh, more contact info there if you have more uh, extended questions and things like that you'd like to reach out to me for. Thanks, Nick. We greatly appreciate it. You're always welcome back on the show. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to this halftime bonus episode of Combos Court and big shouts to Dr. Nick Elam for joining in. We appreciate you. Let me know how you feel about this episode right in the comments section of your Apple Podcast app. Share this episode with a friend via social media or word of mouth and check out the Patreon page, man. I'll leave a link in the description for that. Be on the lookout for episode one, three, three. Combo out.